We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome to another edition of Down by the Bank in partnership with the Blue Wire Network. This is Derek. What's up, y'all? It's JK3. Man, we are coming off a very disappointing, very tough loss to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. I-, I felt like this was just, it had to be, a, you know, it was a must win. They came out with a sense of urgency that first half. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, can't finish, you know, whether if it's missed field goals or uh, – which, by the way, really quick, before we even get to the, the, the game and the line, and the, let's talk about something we don't even talk about first, just real quick. You know, forget the weather and the Norris, all that crap. I thought this kicker was supposed to be something special. Okay. Bro, you talk about a bad day in the office. <laughs> like – Riley Riley Patterson, right? You talking about no, no, that's not. Yeah, Patterson was no, last I, year. I know that's what I'm saying. Oh. Riley Patterson is the kicker from last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I don't know, man. Kind of, th- I, I, I get he's got a big leg and he kicked in Denver and knew the special teams coach and supposed to be this and that. And I'm just like, bro, but how come every time the game like we we need you, you 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 uh you ducking off and <laughs> Somewhere and, and missing bayering and clayering and just like oh man, just missing. He, he kicks. does. He does. Lead, he does lead the team in scoring this year. That's bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's twenty. He's twenty four thirty one from from. Uh, you know, he's twenty four field goals. Uh, I think he's got like 103 points, but look, man, this is not a Brandon McManus. Like you know, we're, we're not going to blame it on him or anything else like that. The team right now, it's time to hit the panic button. Like, and you know, they have every in the fourth quarter, they got the party button up at every bank where T Roy comes up. All right, all right. No, we need to hit the panic button right now. Somebody needs to hit the panic button because this is spiraling out of control. I, I said it. Like, there. I've been pest I've been optimistic over the last couple, you know, games. They'll need to get back, they'll do this. It's time to hit the panic button. Like, it's time to press it. Like, we need to press the panic button right now. It is not looking good. Like, uh, from from offensive perspective, they th- the running game is is it's 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 gone. It's 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 gone. So the running game's gone. Offensive line is beat up right now. Even when we had our starting five O line, 
Uh, the running game was still a little questionable. You know, ETN was, you know, I, I think most of the, the carries came off of ETN being able to will his way, um, you know, to, to, to some of those yards, but it wasn't just because we had road graders out in front. Um, from the, from an offensive perspective last night or uh, on Sunday, my, you, you had four scoring chances and you, you went over four in the scoring chances. You, you really did. You went over four. Uh, we had a turnover in the red zone again. Um, and the turnover was ridiculous. It was just a drop. It was a, I mean, my mom doesn't even use foul language. I took her to the game and she dropped some choice words <laughs> during, during that, during that turnover. So congratulations, Jags. You've made Mrs. Kellum, um, use some, some words that she's probably have to, you know, repent for. Um, but then you Mama, go over to Kellum cussing, you know you got problems. Yeah, you go over <laughs> over two from the field goal right there. You, you're on the chance. You're you're getting ready to score. QB drops the ball and literally just drops the ball. Uh, and then when you're making a move, the the defense gets you back in the game with a turnover. Uh, you're making. Uh, I mean the deep. I mean it's just there's just so much stuff, man. There's just so much things to be just ticked off about right now and you know we had it up and we, we had it for the for the for the taking it was ours to take man and you know this is just gonna be these these last three games have been man it's tough tough being a Jags fan you, you know what what I see is a team that they just don't have that will when they need to and what I mean by that is we have to get so creative on third and three and third and two when we shouldn't have to. You, you, no, this team doesn't just line yeah. up and get the, get yeah, the third down. We, we shouldn't have to. And I, I know where, you know, we usually don't discuss personnel until the offseason, but I'm going back to what I've been saying for the longest time. You can call him Teflon Trent, bulletproof bulky. I call him no GM, just track like no, okay? The team is built incorrectly. And what I mean by that is we can't win at the point of attack. Doesn't matter what receivers you have, what quarterback you have, what running back you have. If you can't win at the point of attack, you're not going to survive. In Baltimore, yeah, we should have been up. Yeah, we beat ourselves, but in the third and fourth quarter, you notice we really started messing up. And it's because they were wearing us down because they were beating us at the point of attack. Lamar didn't have a fantastic day. Mm-hmm. Actually, if he really, if he's so called MVP and we suck so bad right now in this three game skid, take a look at the stats. He wasn't all that. Okay. We, we stopped him pretty good. Blitzing him from the right side, his right side does work because you could clearly tell he didn't want to run left. He only wanted to run right. He did. He would take off left, but he was hesitant to. He really wanted to go right and have the option to throw and run. I think he hit like one pass where he went to the left, and that's because dude was wide open. But still, we just ha- we, we just don't have that. Grown man football mentality, I don't know what it is. I don't know why we don't. I don't know why Balky and them, you know, just, you know, haven't addressed that. Yeah, we did draft the offensive tackle uh, last year, but that's just one guy. 
like the whole line, you know, since Cam Robinson's been out, tell me if I'm wrong. Since he's been out, it's it's all gone to crap on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that, that, that game, um, that Cincinnati, Cincinnati is when he went out, right? I think it was the game before that. Was it Cincinnati? Uh, I may, yeah, you're not, yeah, you're right. It was tech. It was in uh, Houston. Houston yeah. is when he went out. Houston, you know, we were able to get out of there, you know, um, you know, with a by the skin of our teeth, 24-21. But then from there, man, like the Bengals game got beat up, got manhandled that game. Since uh, the um, Cleveland game, manhandled, you know, as, as well at the point of attack there. And then, you know, against Baltimore, you know, the 23 points, man. I mean, uh, they, they go in, they, they went into half um, 10 nothing, right? Yeah. I believe it was 10 nothing. And then the Agnew touchdown came. It was ten to seven, and then from there they just said, "Okay, let's just lean on them like a heavyweight fight. Just lean on them when you've already got the score. When you've already got the scores card, you've already got you know all of the the, the jabs and the, the you know the heavy blows already landed. Let's just lean on them. Just lean on them, take them into the deep water, uh, and, and see how far they go. And you know it's just a collapse. And then switching it to the defensive side of the ball, you've had some injuries." Got some guys up front that haven't been playing uh, as well as they could against the run. Um, our linebackers, you know, uh, they, they're playing their hearts out. But it seems like to me that we're just close, you know. Um, I think their problems have more to do with injuries and just playing together with mm-hmm. the new guys. Mm-hmm. And that's going to happen. You know, that it, those things, that's just part of the nature of the league. So, you know, when you think about your, um, you know, Luke Kahn's and your Josh Allen's and Andrew Wingard that's filling in admirably, if I'd say I used to dog on him. Yeah, for the we all used now, to. At yeah, least I know and, I did for sure. And and just, man, he, he's everywhere. He's doing all he can. But when you get left out to dry because your offense can't hold on to the ball, Mm-hmm. which they did in the first half, and in the second half they didn't. You see, that's why the game got away from them. Then you have those problems. So you ask yourself, you know, we've lost three straight now. We get, we're get we about to face a team that's won three straight. How do you fix this? Before we get to the Bucks? is this fixable before the end of the season? I don't know, man. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I mean, it really is like you're, you know, you're looking at this game. I mean, the 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 tone, uh, almost a month ago is just completely opposite right now. You know, the tone, you know, uh, coming off the Texans, it's like, all right, man, we got four winnable, we got five winnable games, uh, you know, five or six, we got six games, um, you know, left on the schedule. We got at least four or five winnable out of there, uh, you know, and build up some steam heading into the playoffs. And you know, for them to go on a three game skid right now. Um, you know, they, they've got to correct the ship somehow, some, somehow, some way they've got to figure out where we're going to be able to generate, um, you know, some, some rushing yards. We're going to, we've got to really generate where we're going to be able to become, you know, less you know predictable on uh first and third down. And then we've also just got to figure out a way to stay on the field and really just meticulate and make good drives, like drives that end in scores. Like none of this stuff when you get down to, you know, fourth and, you know, or you get down to, you know, fourth and um, three 
on, you know, let's say, you know, the opponent's like 10, 15, you know, yard line. We're not good enough to go for it. Let's just go after the points. Go get the points. The three points mean so much. You know, the three points, you get three points there. It builds momentum for everyone. It, it builds momentum for the kicker. He's banging in points right now. All right, great. That's there. He, the defense, uh, are, you know, sees that the offense is getting down there. Hey, we got points from that drive. You know what? Let's go get seven. Now it's like, hey, let's get three. Are we going to get three? Can we do it? Can we get three? And, you know, just being able to, you know, build off of the momentum. So they've got to figure out a way to sustain drives. They got to figure out a way to get points. The turnovers are still coming, but we're not doing anything with the turnovers. They're being very, op- I mean, we had a turnover, you know, last game where, where you know, Rayshon came down uh, and, and was able to get a pick and was able to take it back pretty far. Josh Allen um, against the Browns, was it? Or was it, was it? No, it was against the Bengals. He had the pick, right? Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you got him getting, getting an interception there, uh, against Cleveland, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago. We were still, we turned the ball over just as many as, you know, we were able to get the, uh, get turnovers in our favor as well. It's got to be stopped. I, and I think right now, you know, the offense is, is really hindering this team and really putting us into positions right now where we can't be competitive. And that can't be the offense that we've been talking about, the offense that had, you know, that led us on this five game win streak, um, you know, earlier this year. It, it's they, they, they got to find some way, man. Like now's the time. The time's now. You got to figure out how you're going to go in, you know, at least with two, two, two NFC South opponents right now. I know Tampa's coming off of a three game heater right now. You got to figure out a way to be competitive. Uh, you got to, you know, really get back. Again, with the Panthers coming up, um, you just got some teams that you should just be beating right now. The Jaguars are better than the Buccaneers. I don't like they're better than them. They're better than the Panthers and they're better than the Titans. They, yeah. they, they, they are. They just got to go out and win it. Right. And, and some of this notion about, you know, Trevor not being good enough, um, I, I don't buy it. He's not playing like, very well yeah, over the last not, three games. He's not playing well, but at the same time, I feel like he has the potential. He he has the arm strength. He has the work ethic. He has the 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 the, uh, the arm strength. It's just it's just not clicking right now. And I feel like the reason why is it's not you know. And we'll get to Ridley and all that in a minute. But he truly has no help, but from a blocking standpoint and a comfort and security standpoint. So my thing is. If we're about to invest as a team, the team is going to invest 150 plus million dollars, whatever that deal is going to be coming up here in the next year or two. Are we really going to trot him out there with the same guys that have been blocking for him? Like, let's be honest. I thought Luke Fortner was decent. He needs to go. Our two guards, um, Sheriff, and who was it? They have Hans, they've got Cleveland. Guess what? They can all go, as far as I'm concerned. The only ones that are worthy are the guys on the outside. And Walker Little ain't one of them either. Okay? They can all go. Yeah. All right? Find me seven guys that can block. And here's another thing, too. Receivers, oh, really can go. Guess what? They can all go. Like, except for, except for Kirk, they can all go. And here's why. Because they need to reset and reallocate some funds 
towards that offensive line to protect him and so that we can win. Because look, look, look at the Ravens. Rashad Bateman, right? Nobody ever really heard of, you know, heard of him before he, you know, um, I, I don't recall ever seeing him. But it doesn't matter. He's not going to be a superstar. He's a guy, and he's been playing well, and he's, you know, um, been playing well for, for Baltimore. But when, when Lamar has time, he gets involved in the offense. So you don't need to go break the bank. So um, we'll, we'll get into that later. We want to get into the Bucks, But all I'm saying is that's what we, if this ends up going south, they need to take a hard look at skill position, dial that money back, and reallocate that towards the up front. Yeah. And that, you that's can't just do anything. It. You can't do anything yeah. without defensive – or, excuse me, with offensive line. You cannot yeah. do anything without offensive line. And if. I'm not talking about one or two guys. They need to get like four or five of them. Yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah, they, I would, and it, and it's not gonna look. It's not gonna be attractive because you know, coming in, you know, next year as far as free agency, you got a lot of big names that are going to be out there as far as free agency goes. You know, your T. Higgins, um, you know, a couple other, you know, high price receivers, and you know, offensive line is not not necessarily the most attractive thing to pick up. But if you really watch this and you really watch this team. The more hogs you got up front and the more road graders you got, the more that this is going to actually be able to work out better, the more that we're going to be able to, you know, start getting some pressures and putting some people back. And I think, you know, with this day and age right now within the NFL, with all of the uh, the, the RPOs and with the, the timing and all those things that the Jaguars are looking to do, if you, if you don't have blocking for said time or you don't have, you know, players that can get out and, you know, uh, you know, get, get out in front of screens and in front of zones and those things like, or excuse me, and, you know, do an actual like zone blocking and those type of schemes, then none of this stuff is going to work. It, yeah. it doesn't work it, unless you have, it's not like a, just a straight five step drop back and you're just going back there and looking for somebody that's running a post down the field. This is not like your elementary school where you're just, you know, all right, you run a post, you run a out, you run a go, you run a comeback. All right, break. It's not one of those things like Doug and this offense that they're looking to do. It's all based off timing. And if they don't have time to do it, the plays end up blowing up. That's where the, and, and if the receivers aren't on where they're supposed to be, the ball goes to the, that's where the incompletions come in. That's where the interceptions come in. That's where the mistakes start running in. And then you try to run it uh, again on, you know, second or excuse me, first, second and 10. Of course, they know you're going to run it because they know you're not going to pass it. And then now look where we're at third and seven. Like we, another thing too, they've become a little bit predictable. So okay? predictable. Yeah. If you want proof of that, take a look at every single screen they throw. Okay. Last three or four weeks, they they haven't been able to throw any screens. I mean, they weren't really that good at it to begin with because there's no blocking really, no second level blocking. But now they try to throw these little slip screens and quick throws, and Trevor gets all this praise for being the quickest to throw the ball. I'm like, what difference does it make? Yeah, it makes none. I mean, so, and if and if you want to play the completion game, if you want to play the you know the dink and dunk for like maybe uh, you know three to four a, a pop, that's not going to work. And another thing this team doesn't do very well either. And I know this will sound like a rant session, which is completely different, you know. But we just got to be real with what the team's putting out right now and being able to just talk about what they're putting out. I mean, it, it, it's just just right now, it, it really just looks like just super predictable football. 
Uh, it's predictable when, when we're going to run it. It's predictable when we're going to pass it. And that that's just what they are right now. They're just super predictable. It's a darn shame. Well, I'll tell you what, man. We're heading down to Tampa Christmas Eve, 4 o'clock. We all got something to do on Sunday, you know, finalizing your, your Christmas plans and we're going to get in front of the telly, or some people might go down to the game. There's some good football on this weekend. Yeah, there's like some starting really with good tomorrow. Football. Starting with tomorrow, man. I mean, you uh-huh. got, you got, the, I think the, or I think the, uh, the NFL is also like kind of coming after the NBA a little bit, you know, cause you know, NBA have the, they, they got their marquee slate for, uh, for Christmas Day. And I think that, you know, the way that the NFL is running at it right now, you got the Thursday night, you know, game, and then you got, they got a Saturday, slate i believe as well and then they got a full slate on sunday and then they got three games three on games on monday man so they're literally <laughs> coming after the nba dude they got a one of four and an eight fifteen on monday and uh-huh. the eight fifteen is headlined by the uh the uh by the the ravens and the niners so what do you think they're gonna watch like who, who who's got oh, yo can you google see who's got the nba the late games on the nba Let's it's got to be look. like the Warriors. It's got Lakers. Oh, like who? Who's oh, playing? Oh, let's look up. Let's look it up right quick. I got it right here. Oh man, I didn't even realize that till you said that. I was like thinking about. It. I'm like, no, he's right. They would do that. Uh, the night game, that eight o'clock game, is the Sixers and the Heat. Yeah, you know, that's like, a good one. Say. That's a that's an Eastern. That's an Eastern it's, Conference. Uh, that's a but, potential Eastern Conference uh, championship right there. Five. They got the Lakers. And the Celtics. That That's is, strange that the Lakers and Celtics is five. Yeah, they got out of they got that game out of the way. Um, what's the one before the, that? What's the one before Lakers and Celtics? The Warriors and the Nuggets at two thirty. Okay, still good teams. Yeah. And who else? When's the first game? The Bucks, the Bucks, and the Knicks. The Knicks always play first at twelve. Um, but the Knicks, the Knicks are an upcoming. Um, yeah, they're upcoming. They're get they're they're. Progressing over the last couple of years, uh, you know the Bucks, you know Giannis and company. So I mean, look at it. It's it's literally like the way that the NFL has their ma- their, their their matchups right now are almost equating to what the NBA is going to be putting out on 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 Christmas Day as well. Who's going to win? Yeah, I mean, I think the the NFL is going to win because it's the most popular sport in our country right now. Maybe not worldwide. Maybe you know because. You know, worldwide people love the NBA, so overall they might get better streaming numbers. But you know, hey, our game's at four or five on Sunday, man. Yeah, are you going? To, you, you're not going down there, are nah, you? man. No, I, I would, I would, I wanted to, and we were planning on going. Um, you know, initially this year, I thought it was going to be, you know, one of the ones that we for sure make. But man, you know, the, the U.S. dollar doesn't go that far around this time of year. <laughs> Nope. nope. <laughs> you know, so when you when you start thinking about, you know, family coming in town, uh, they want to do this, you know, all sorts of stuff, man. So it, it would have been a great one to do, but you know, the Christmas Eve, uh, you know, I will be watching it for sure. Um, you know, definitely gonna have a, a Christmas Eve kind of tailgate, you know, thing going on. You're gonna do wings, gonna do brisket sliders, you know, all that kind of stuff and everything. But you know, it, it's if they don't win on on Sunday night, the Grinch is coming. 
And, <laughs> <laughs> he means that literally. Yeah, he means that literally. Somebody, <laughs> somebody bought, made a little purchase on Amazon for a little costume. I, I, yeah. I know. So. Nah, I, um, I, yeah, the, the Grinch is coming, man. But I, it was it, Christmas Eve. Um, just gotta get a W, man. And, but I, I mean, switching over to the Bucks, dude. I mean, they're three three games right now. And what did you say earlier? Baker was uh, Baker last week. Okay, was three eighty one and four tutties. All right, <laughs> so three eighty one and four tutties. And yeah, this isn't the Bucks of two years ago that won a Super Bowl, but they're still extremely dangerous on the outside. They got two of the better, if not top 15 wide receivers in the league in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. You said 381 and four tutties? Yeah. A couple weeks ago, we gave up 311 and three touchdowns to to to, to Flacco. You gave up that much to Joe Flacco? <laughs> Even when Joe Flacco was in his prime, he didn't do that kind of numbers with Baltimore. Okay. The so week before the week before that, we gave up three fifty four to Browning. He had right. one touchdown. So so here's what's going on, guys. All right, Tyson Campbell and Andre Cisco are still limited in practice. Okay, that's not a good sign. Now, if they're still limited Thursday, then that's definitely not a good sign. And if there's a DNP in there, that's you know we're um, that's not that might not happen. So. Point is, without those two, we gonna have some problems. So, okay. the, I mean, there Tyson Campbell with him being questionable right now, definitely. You know, I, I feel okay with uh, with. Honestly, man, I would love if Monteric Brown, if they got him more involved and and continue to keep him involved. I think Buster Brown's been playing some really good ball. Um, you know, with some of the receivers and, you know, f- you know, people that he's had to cover. Um, Dewey has been able to come in um, and be pretty serviceable as well, uh, even though he plays strong safety. I think him and Rayshon being able to kind of switch back and forth are, are, are good. If we can get Monteric, if we can get Darius Williams, Rayshon, and Dewey wingered on the field a majority of the time in that secondary, man. If you got Junior coming in playing nickel, something like that, I think they'll I, I think they're good. I, I really do. But it all is gonna be on what we can do up front. Mm-hmm. Like if we yeah. if up front, man, like 41, you know, you know, you know Josh Allen right now is 13 and a half sacks. He is one sack away from the uh Jaguars uh most sacks in a in a uh, in a season. Was that Brackens, right? Tony Bracken? Uh no. Um what was it? Calais. Calais had yeah, yeah, Calais. You're right. It. I don't know why I'm thinking Brackens. Sorry. Yeah. Brackens uh, Brackens has all time. All okay, time leading right. yeah, sacks. Calais uh has the most in a uh, in a season. So you know he's hungry. He's got it. and he had it. He had it in a bag um you know a couple times uh last Sunday night uh with Lamar. So I, I mean, again, it all starts up front with him. It all starts up front as well with um, with those guys up front. And they just gotta really, they gotta really get in there and just be aggressive, dude. They, they really do. I mean, I don't know about Tampa Bay from a from a personnel side on their um, on the offense, but I know that they lost. Um, I know they lost one of their. I think 
Didn't they lose? I think they lost Jensen, their center, earlier this year. But they're still pretty good on the offensive line, man. With Tristan Wirfs, um, you know, him being there, um, I, I think uh, they're, they're still pretty good and pretty solid, at least, um, you know, from there. And they got weapons, like you mentioned earlier, with, you know, Mike Evans, Godwin. Godwin's uh, from, from, our, from our, our, our Bucks reporter, Chris. At work, yeah. uh, Godwin Godwin's got the most catches or has gotten the most targets over the last couple of weeks. So that you know that's somebody that you got to watch out for. And then you still can't get you still got to watch out for uh, for for Mike Evans. I mean he's just he's still good. Yeah, agreed. Got to put pressure on the QB. Baker's not the biggest dude in the world either, so they got to get their hands up. Let's get some knockdown balls. Hey, Calevon, since you can't get to the QB, maybe just put your hands up, man. Caleb, everybody can't get to the QB. Everybody should yeah, just run up there and just rush. Get to the QB. <laughs> everybody just rush with their hands up. He just, I, I want to see him do well so bad, but I'm just like, man, it's just, uh, you know. But anyway, we can't, you know, can't, can't, can't have our way. From a, um, uh, from an offensive side of the ball, like with the Jags being on offense, three names right now, and again, like this linebacking core. So athletic, dude, with like Devin White, Levante David, and Shaq Barrett. Like that's insane. Yeah, I, I think that you know we have to whether if it's CJ Befford or you know Trevor plays, we'll see. Uh, it's not looking too good right now. But is they, he still in? Is to, he still in concussion protocol? Yeah, he's still in the protocol. Um, we have to see what we can do as far as just. Lining up and, and, and getting after it, um, you know, lot, they're going to get some guys that you know have been nicked up. They're they're going to you know come out and play. You know, Devin White, uh, uh, the, the big D, D tackle, um, Vita Vey, Vita Vey, yeah, he's kind nose of, he's tackle. Like, they don't make yeah, him like him anymore, do they? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Basically, we're going to get manhandled up front on offense. Okay, we have to figure out how we can finish the game, as in when we get down into the red zone, score. Not kick field goals, but we need to score. And the Bucks, they, you know, they're they're fighting for their lives too. They're they're seven and seven. So they're they're they actually lead their division now. So they're not looking for any slip ups either. So this is very critical. Oh, they lead their they lead their division? Yeah, yeah, they lead the division over the Saints right now. I think they own the tiebreaker. So are they both seven and seven or both seven and seven? Wow. Yep. So this is very critical that we get the job done. Oh man, because yeah. they're, they're still they're it's playing gonna be, for their playoff lives. They want the yeah. they want the home field. They want the home uh, playoff game. They want the wild card game there in the NFC. Yeah. So I don't know what you know Zay. I think he pulled the hammy. I don't think he's practicing at all. I, I'm not sure. I think yeah, he's not practicing. So that does not that's not looking good for him. So we're gonna jog out two backup wide receivers, a backup quarterback, backup offensive tackle. You know, the injury bugs has not been injury bug has not been kind to us this season. But this is why in the NFL you have to have, you know, depth. Um and this is why I think we need a new GM, but that's a different episode for you know, another time. Um but it's just you know the cards aren't playing you know the cards aren't lining up for us. I think what's the what's the we're gonna take a look. What's the spread on this game? I think it's uh, 
I think they're opening up as a three. Is it Jags by three? No, no, they wouldn't put. They put them by three. No way. No way. No, open. Yeah, okay. It's changed to. Um, it opened up as the Jags at one and a half, and now it's Tampa at minus one. I'd almost say if Trevor doesn't go, that minus one might turn into a two or maybe a three. I don't know. Yeah. It's just not looking good. I, I just don't I just don't like the, the feeling that I have. And it's not trying to be negative. It's just being honest. Tampa looks like they're getting they got a lot more guys practicing than we do right now in important key spots. So don't you know that, that that's not gonna fare well for us. Now Doug could, you know, he's an excellent coach, so he's gonna have them prepared. But can we overcome some of these mistakes, stop shooting ourselves in the foot? And actually, you know, put the ball in the end zone with some consistency. Hey, go to Evan Ingram in the red zone. I don't know why it's so. Why much don't they trouble. do that more? Why don't they do I, that more, man? I, I get he's not the tallest guy in the world. He's a big dude. I mean, he's six two, and he's you know two forty two. You know two thirty two forty whatever he is. He runs he's decent not six routes five. Too. Yeah, and he runs good routes. I'm almost kind of like line up trips on one side, put him on the other side, see if you get a linebacker or safety on. Yeah. And just go to work. Yeah. Just go to work. You know, it's, I really feel like sometimes they study, like the play calling's done, like if it's too, if they're trying too hard or it's just, there's no flow or consistency to it this year. Press is just not, he's not impressing me with the play calling. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I did mean to do that. To be honest with you, I did mean to. Um, but no, it, it's just not that. It just doesn't look right. There's no flow. There's no rhythm. Even when we had everybody healthy, there was no flow or no rhythm. Okay, we just weren't shooting ourselves in the foot. So that's why we were getting away with it. Yeah. So think of. Can you think of a game this year where we've run away with it? Where well, we, we just, ran away, just absolutely. Yeah, just is there is there a game this that that that, that we ran away with? Yeah, that we ran away with the game. Um, Falcons earlier this and year. Drew Ritter, Ritter screwed that up. I don't count the that. Falcons. Um, Tennessee. I, I uh, think, Tennessee. I think the Bills. I think the Bills game was a little bit more than what the score shows. I mean, it's twenty five twenty. What we what we won, but. Thinking back on that game, you know, that was a little bit more dominant from, from a Jags perspective. Um, the Tennessee game. Tennessee. Here. Yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago, Tennessee okay. was there. Okay. Okay, that's my But fault. I mean, but then again, yeah. though, no, but they, they, they're they just not like they, – they, they haven't imposed their will on, yeah. any, on any team, right? They haven't, you know, played a clean game. I mean, because those games that I, that I, that I named – the only one that we that was like truly dominant was you know the Falcons and the Falcons are one of the worst are are not one of the best teams in the NFL you know what I mean so the Buffalo game was it, it was just one of those things where a couple injuries happened and you know the Jags almost let them back into the game in the second half there you know so they were still holding on for there I would say the Colts nah 37, 37 20, 17 points. I have to go back and watch that to see if we really, you know, impose our will on that. But I, I think, you know, even in the five game losing streak, 
our five game winning streak. Excuse me. Um, I hope it doesn't turn into a five game losing streak. Oh my gosh! Um, but the five game winning you know, winning streak that we had, uh, you know, a lot of people were still saying that the offense didn't look good. And you know, I was trying to engage with some folks and see, you know, on Twitter what they were talking about. You know, what what they meant by offense looked clunky and those things. And you know, right now it's just coming back. You know, it's a biting us in the butt where we're not good enough to overcome. You know, a lot of the the, the adversity that we had uh, earlier in the year. So. Um, panic buttons hit like they, they, you, and you're, and you got it. Like you said, you got a team on Sunday. That's first place. That's fighting for to remain in first place. Uh, we're in a three-way tie right now, uh, for the AFC South, which I would probably be, if I was a betting man, it would probably, we would have a, a clear cut winner of the AFC or a, a clear cut leader, excuse me, in the AFC South. After this week, who does who does Tennessee play this week? You know, Tennessee. You know, that's a good question. I don't know who they play. Um, I'm not Tennessee. Play, uh, uh, the Colts. Who, who do the Colts play? Colts play. One second. Colts play at the Falcons. All right. So uh, you, that, okay. So let's just that that's gonna that's probably we can chalk that up as a dub for yeah. for the Colts. And then who who does who does tech, who does Houston play? Houston plays now. I, I think Stroud's not going to play. Yeah. Um. So they play the Browns. So that's going to be a tough game for them. Um. The Browns are a tough team. <laughs> we should know this. Yeah. But um. But CJ Stroud's not going to play. So that could be now for them. It's the the, the Texans because with the loss of Tank Dell and now that CJ Stroud is in concussion protocol. They don't really bother me anymore. I think they'll they'll finish, you know, you can't finish 500 anymore. They'll finish yeah. 8 and 9 or 9 or 8. It's Indy that is a concern. Mm-hmm. Now, they have to not just catch us. They have to pass us because right. we own the tiebreaker. However, they're surging, and Gardner would love nothing more than to keep us out of the playoffs. Yeah. Okay? So, Remember, I told you, NFL is all about motivation. He's going to be motivated. One, to make the playoffs. Two, he's going to need a job after next year because he might get some looks at starter because what he's doing up there. Yeah. Three, you're telling me the team that let me go, I could possibly keep them out of the playoffs if I just keep winning games? Oh, I'll be in the film room every day at 5 a.m. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, motivation, motivation. So, and that's the last thing that I, I wanted to touch on tonight. I don't know about you, but what do you think their motivation is in that locker room right now? Doug's always this even keel guy, but do they seem motivated enough to get after it and go on this playoff run? Doesn't have that same feel as it did last year. And well, that, we were in the opposite. We were in opposite ends of the spectrum. But no, we even when. Even when we were eight and three, like we were riding high and we were feeling good, but it still didn't have that same. I don't know. I can't describe it. And I think it's because the team didn't change, you know? So like usually a team needs something to re-energize them, to get them going. Yeah. Like a big trade. Like last year, 49ers were doing well. And although they were doing well, what they do, they go out and trade for Christian McCaffrey and get better. So we didn't I mean, do that at, at all. So I feel like there's something that's just, you know, on the inside to give them a jump start. 
And we don't we don't have that. I mean, the only thing that they got to be able to do, man, they got to just look at. They, I mean, I think the motivation has got to become in the mirror right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the same old Jags, or are we are we going to let this thing slip away? I mean, that's just really it. You got teams that are coming up right now that that these should be this this and it, this would be a great time to get hot right now against a couple winnable uh, opponents right now, a couple really good games, and every game is a playoff game right now. If you really look at it, right, they're they're not that far. They're they're not too far ahead in their division standings to where they can just pack one in. You just pack three of them in, like that. You you got to go now. Like you got to get hot right now. And this has got to be an opportunity to where you know most of those teams that that are in the playoffs that usually get hot maybe two or three weeks outside of the playoff window and they just go on a tear and they just go through. So one of the teams that is, that are on a three game losing streak right now. It's got to get hot. It's either going to be the Eagles, the um, Chiefs, the Jags. Like someone's got to get hot right now and, and and go into the playoffs and really be able to take a storm. One of the three teams are going to be able to do it. And you know, I hope it's the Jags, man. I mean, you got if you if you look at it right now, uh, if they go into the playoff or if they go into the playoffs, you know, uh, beating Tampa Bay, beating uh, Carolina. Um, you know, you beat two AF or two NFC South opponents from a, a you know a weak division, so you've gotten those the, those games out of the way. You you beat you go up to Nashville, you beat your rival, you know there in Tennessee, and then you come home and you've got a playoff, you got a, a wild card game. Like you know, what more can you ask for? You remember the wild card game last year? You're able to do something historic, you know, for that one. Got to have another, you know that that's got to mean something to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it it needs to. So we'll see if they can dig deep to to, uh, to 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 capture this win. Stranger things have happened with the backup QB. Um, if Trevor's able to go, he's able to go, but it's not you know trending in that direction at this point. Um, but you know, hey, just go get the W. Go get the W, and we'll worry about it next week. You know, so. Don't don't uh, look at t- you know, tomorrow's troubles. Uh, we got to take it one game at a time with three left. One of them's almost should be a for sure win because tickets are as low as eleven dollars in Carolina. <laughs> so that'll tell you how bad they're doing. You think <laughs> we used to be there? Don't worry. Yeah, we we know about that. We feel your pain. <laughs> um, but no, that's all I got for you. Hey, don't forget to uh, drop off a, a five star review. Uh, if you don't give us a five star review, I'm gonna send JK three after you. Um, but do you have any closing thoughts about you know any kind of conversations, any reviews, anything that you can think of social media wise or man? For me, it's just you know it, win or lose. It's this time of the year, man. Where honestly, where you know we need to really just reflect and just be happy with your family as well. Uh, I, I joke about the Grinch coming on on, on Sunday. Uh, but if they lose, man, don't let them steal your joy. Go go have a shot of bourbon and, and, and wrap some presents and, and get ready for the next day, right? Yep. <laughs> Drink responsibly. If it doesn't <laughs> seven o'clock, I want to see a lot of people drinking responsibly at home, not in the car. Oh man. So, but no, hey, we appreciate all you guys. Uh thank you for listening. And uh, obviously, you know, we we appreciate the Blue Wire Network and their partnership. Um, and this is uh, Derek and JK3 with Down by the Bank. And, hey, you all have a happy holiday, and we'll talk to you soon. Merry Christmas, y'all. 
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.